The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off, which is active until the next time the Eagles or the Giants lose a game. Howdy ho, to Jen Reno's and welcome to a bonus episode of the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 228. Let's send it out. It, it's her birthday when, when you listen to this, possibly. Mrs. Reland, uh, her 21st birthday is on Saturday, so happy birthday to her. Um, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully you're listening to this as, as, as I'm, I'm saying these words on your birthday, and hopefully your husband's making you watch a pay-per-view as well, because that would be so great of him to do on your birthday. So anyhow, happy birthday to the lovely Mrs. Vreeland. Thanks for coming to the show. I am not Mr. Vreeland. I would be Mr. Fox, Jeff Chalks Fox, one of your hosts here. Thanks for coming to our special episode. We got some picks for Road to UFC. Special tournament the UFC is running to get some new fighters into their promotion, mostly from Asian countries. So we're going to get you picks for quick picks for all those. All 10 of those fights are going to be going down early Sunday morning on the East Coast here. So uh, without further ado, let's bring in my co-host, the Mr. Vreeland. It would be the one and only Danny V, Gumby, Daniel Vreeland. I, I like that you dropped 21st birthday in there, which is, yep. by the way, uh, a, a great way to flatter a woman and a great way to make uh, her husband look like a pedophile. Um. Yes, it's, it's your children. Yeah, yeah. Cause, that's cause right because I, I have children that are that are older um older than a couple or older than a couple years old so yes there you go years. good yeah, i didn't so, even think i was giving you a... yeah yeah it, it, it's a nice compliment as you yeah let's say she still looks 21 Let, let's give yes. her that yes. we, we shall say we shall say that so all right that um, makes me look a little bit better <laughs> but we we totally forgot this was happening didn't we until, i did or, or did yeah. you remember did you i did about remember it i i I had like mentally thought about recently. I recently thought about Top Noiki Ram, which is uh, who does it? Yeah, who does it? Who isn't thinking about Top Noiki Ram? I actually think I mentioned him in a podcast recently with you when we talked about him smoking a cigarette. Yep. Uh, after he won, and somebody questioned him, were you smoking a cigarette backstage? And he was like, yeah, so what? It's fun. And, uh, <laughs> He's I, fun. I, yeah, it's fun. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Top noise. Um, but like, yeah, so I had recently thought about him and I was like, oh, I wonder when that is. And then I put it out of my mind until uh, Superfan Jong mentioned it in the Discord. Yep. So I'm glad he did, because it turns out there are some kind of juicy lines here. Yep. They're, they're, they're lines. I, I can't remember any of these people. I remember watching though, because Laura Sanko did it with what was it? Brendan Fitzgerald that did it with her. Maybe. I, I think it was, remember. I think it was Gooden. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the announcers. I, I, I remember top Noy cause he, he's, he's a SIG smoker. Um, other than that. Yeah. I don't, uh, don't remember much else, but I'm going to write down cigarettes are fun. Cause that's a great name for the episode. <laughs> sure. Sure. But, if you smoke the cigarettes, you will not look 21 forever like Mrs. Mrs. Reeland does, though. So uh, just a word to the wise there. So um, 10 fights we are going to be breaking down here. Uh, once again, thank you for bringing this to our attention, Mr. Jong, the classic degenerate. He, he needs something to gamble on at all hours 
at all day. So now he's got stuff an early Sunday morning to, to bet on. So we're going to get you, uh, get cracking to that after I tell you about WinBet. I always like to tell you about WinBet right off the top. I don't want to forget about them because they are so kind to sponsor all our, our podcasts here on our network. As I kill time, as I pull up my uh, ad reads, which I accidentally closed. I know it starts with thinking of joining WinBet. Now is the perfect time. New customers about $100 get a $100 free bet. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Yes, please. Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet, odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week's winner of the Biggest Winners Club was a New York better who hit a plus 15,066 parlay on all live money lines, wagering $110.40 to win $16,743.56. Don't forget the $0.56. Cents. WinBet, truly hashtag digens only. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. So they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, road to UFC 5, Abu Dhabi. Sunday, this coming Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern time, UFC fight pass five fights going down in the Etihad arena we're going to start off with feather weights Balajin versus Kazuki Sasu I'm going to tell you about do you have odds for this one dad I don't have any odds for it I do yep okay um I'm going to tell you about Sasu first Sasuke is the nickname he's nine two and one three knockouts two submissions my dog does not like him for some reason. It's not nice. He's he was all one on the road to uh, UFC. I take it he's an injury replacement here then. No, so not every single bout that you see on both of these cards is going to be oh, a right. tournament bout. This right, one right. is. Uh, I almost want to call it an alternate bout because it's just yeah. like a couple of other guys. So yep. yeah, the the next four on the first episode are tournament bouts. Uh, okay. So eight eight of the at ten we're gonna do our tournament bouts. Right. Makes sense. Okay, so he lost on the road to UFC uh, via submission. He was the Shudo champion before this. Two years younger than Balogin, and the number on him is what? Plus 105. Plus 105. Uh, and, and I'm going to take Sasu here. I, I actually you like haven't the gone plus. Balogin yet, silly boy. Oh, man, you, you're going to do all of the, the breakdown for it. Yes, all right, got you. I got you. All right, you, you, you give it. I'm Spoiler alert, Sasu, plus 105. <laughs> the Snow Leopard, but he's not the Snow Leopard we like, right? There's a different Snow Leopard we like. Yes. Named Basharat. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, all right, this is no leopard. 23 and 3, five knockouts, 13 submissions, been knocked out twice, submitted once, 15 straight wins. He's not fought since August of 2021. Four inches height, three inches reach, and the number on him is uh negative one twenty-five, I'm seeing. And, and Gummy's going dog here, I bet. I'm going Sasu. He's coming off that rear naked choke loss to Zayi, who is main eventing this card. Um, and he's a little bit of a brawler. Uh, he had some issues when he got to the clinch with Yi, um, particularly with like separating. He couldn't get out of separating. But when he does strike, he seemed to be getting the better of Zayi. And the thing about Balajin is he like very clearly wants to wrestle, um, but he has a really tough time cutting the cage off. He kind of chases people around in circles with the cage. Um, I also really don't have a lot of faith in his takedown shots. He seems to shoot from a far ways away and like not get good grips and not have good control. Um, so I think he's probably going to fail on the wrestling a little bit and then just kind of get beat up by Sasu in the striking. So yeah, I'm going to go dog here with Kasuki Sasu. Okay. Um, oh, Tapology has nice little bracket 
graphics beside the ones that are tournaments. So now it all makes sense to me. All right, this next one is a tournament semifinals, bantamweight division, Min Woo Kim versus Toshiyami Kazama. I will tell you about who first. I'm going to. I don't have numbers written down for this one either, Dan. Give, give me numbers off the off the top, and then I'll give the rest of the break. Uh, I'm seeing Minwood Kim, negative 215, Kazama plus 190. All right, Kazama plus 190. He is 10 and 2 with three knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out once. He was one low in road to UFC, obviously, because he is in the semifinals here. Um, he used to fight up a weight class of featherweight. He's four years younger than Kim, plus 190, as Dan said. Kim, the Korean Moai. Moai. What's the M-O-A-I, Dan? No idea. Okay, perfect. He's 10 and 2 as well with three knockouts, two submissions, almost exactly the same resume. He's won two straight fights. He's not fought since November 2019. So he would be a replacement one because he was not in the tournament first round. Uh, no, he's not a replacement fighter, but he did get there uh, by his opponent missing weight and having that fight canceled oh, the last second. So he, okay. he's sa- same, same different mostly. Yep. Okay. He is a regional champion or was. He's a height, uh, height. He's an inch of, re- an inch of height. Oh, yeah, yeah. Inch taller, how about, is what I'm trying to say. He's an inch taller than Kazama, three inches reach on him, minus 215. Now you can talk. Yeah, so I'm going to go dog, dog wow. off the top. I'm going to take Kazama. Here's the thing. Uh, when I've watched Kim, uh, he's he's a dude who kind of like brawls into control. He's one of those guys who wants to wrestle, but the best way he can wrestle is to just like throw wild hands until he's in on a takedown. He Once he's there, he's got good wrestling. He's got particularly good wrist control. Um, he does a good job of like holding people in position, but the problem with me in this fight is that Kazama is a lot more explosive. He's very fast, very hyper athletic. And I also think he just chains his wrestling better together than Kim. Like when Kim puts his wrestling together, it, it seems to be just like, you know, he's, he's going to try to take down. If it doesn't work, he'll back up and try it again. Or he's in the clinch and he's trying trips. Whereas Kazama will we'll chain a single leg into a double leg into a trip and especially trips. He's got really nice trips. Um, and I think that that explosiveness and the fact that it doesn't seem to wear on his cardio, like he looks great late in fights too, uh, is, is going to work for Kazama. So I'll, I'll take Kazama here at, at plus 190. All right. We're going dog and dog. We'll continue. Let's see. We're going to the lightweight semifinals. One bin key versus Jekka Asperida. Sarah Gee. Easy for me to say, right? Yeah. I nailed it, I'm sure. Wait, this is the one that's on the other. Oh, that's right. Card, that's right. Yeah, Tapology, yeah, Tapology has it incorrectly. Uh, incorrect. Tapology is usually perfect too, Dan. All right. One second. Please the, hold. The tapo- I... Oh, the, maybe they mixed them up. Maybe they changed it from my original. Yeah, they might have changed it, dude. All right. Let's go with Tapology. They're usually pretty good. Let's go yeah, with yeah. Uh, one Ben Key versus Jekka Asperida Saraji. He just wanted me to say it twice. That's, that's all the only reason he did that. Lightweights, three rounds, um, five minutes. Doesn't really matter what card they're on because it, it, both both events are going down in the same day. So, um, all right, Saraji. Oh, his nickname's even better. C. Tenjin Mout is his nickname, which means you got obviously me. you know Ty the you, Death you Kick. Got- Oh, sure. Very good nickname. Oh, the death kick. He's 12 and 2, seven knockouts, four submissions. He's 1 0 on the road to UFC. He's won four straight, two straight via finish. He's four years younger than Key, striking. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm giving, giving you the stats based on their one fight in, in the uh, under the UFC banner, road to UFC. 
He's striking stats are in his favor, and he's two and a half times more active landing strikes. He outstruck his uh, first round opponent by 7.16 strikes per minute. So dominant. Uh, grappling stats in his favor as well, plus 225. Key, the danger. So we have the death kick versus the danger. Uh, he's 16 and 7, 10 knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out four times, submitted once. One lone road two. He's won two straight fights, both via TKO. Three inches tight, four inches reach on Sarah G. He outstruck his UFC uh, road to UFC opponent by 2.09 strikes per minute, minus 285. I'm going to go dog again here. I'm going to take Sarage. Yeah, I know. And it's crazy. I said there were a lot of dogs I liked on here. And, and trust me, they're going to slow down a little bit. But he, he had really great clinch wrestling in his, his first fight for the road to UFC. I, I like the way he pummeled. I like the way he worked in the clinch. He won by spinning back fist. So he clearly has some like killer, you know, abilities on the feet. And, and Key, first of all, is way bigger. I think that's why he's such a huge favorite. But the dude he fought last time literally just rolled for heel hooks and knee bars the whole time. And he, he eventually just, like, dropped some elbows on him while he was going for, like, a funky heel hook and won. He showed me nothing. And, and in fact, he even gave up the takedown to the dude who was mostly just based. So, like, I, I like Saraga here. I, I think he showed us a little bit more in his first fight. And, uh... That's is that three dogs up the gate? That's three dogs yep. up the gate. I'm probably getting yep, a little in yep. front of myself. I might go four. Uh, anyway. Whoa, ho, ho. Yeah. So I'm gonna go three though. Um, give me Sargi here. You you forgot about the most important thing about Sargi, Dan. What's that? He's got a death kick for crying out loud. Oh yeah, death kick. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't even he use it last time. That. He didn't even no, use it. No, it's true. No one died. It's true. Um, all right. What are we going to co-main event as it were? Flyweight semifinals. Quilan versus Seung Guk Choi. We either have three name fighters or one name fighters on this card. A lot of those going on. Um, Choi, five and one, two knockouts. Never been finished in a fight. One low in the road to the UFC. Won four straight fights. He outstruck his first round opponent by 1.33 strikes per minute, plus 145. Quilan, the Tibetan Knight, 16 and eight, six knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted three times. 1-0 on the road to UFC. 0-1 in the contender series. He's won four of his last five, including his last fight. Used to fight up at Bantamweight. Two inches of height, two inches of reach over Choi. Striking and active striking stats in his favor. He outstruck his UFC. Uh, his actually, actually, this would be two fights. His contender series fight and his road to fight. He outstruck his opponents by 2.23 strikes per minute. Grappling stats in his favor as well. Minus 175. Yeah, I think he, it, neither of these two guys have particularly great defensive grappling. Um, but I, I think Kui Lun is a little bit better offensively. Choi is a guy who, who never really, never really initiates takedowns in his own right. So I don't see him going there. And he might be a bit more explosive on the feet. But Kui Lun is a guy who like controls distance really well. And he's a, he's a southpaw, which throws people off too. Uh, and especially because he like rushes forward from his southpaw stance and sometimes winds up uh, orthodox, at least for part of that combination. So I'm going to take Kui Lun here. He is my first favorite. Um, disappointing everybody who wanted to see me go 10 dogs in a row. Uh, but I'll take Kui Lun here over Sungkuk Choi. All right. So Kui Lun is the boring Dan's finally gone boring. All right. Main event, Zayi versus Koyami Mats Matsushima. And this is Featherweight semifinals. Uh, Matsushima Mushigo is his nickname, which means native child. He's 13 and 5, seven knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out three times. He won his first round fight. 
Uh, he's got loss win loss win over his last four fights. He's three and two in the biggest organization in the world, one championship. He's fight at lightweight. Um, yeah, he's fight up at lightweight. He is, was outstruck despite winning his his first fight by 0.26 strikes per minute. Uh, plus 105 the number on him. Za 20 and three. Six knockouts, 10 submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. 1-0 on the road to UFC. He's won two straight fights, both via submission. He's fight at lightweight. He's got four inches reach on uh, Mats- Matsushima. He's five years younger. Striking stats in his favor, and he's one and a half times more active landing strikes. He outstruck his first-round opponent by 2.24 strikes per minute. Grappling stats in his favor as well, minus 135 for Zaha. Yeah, you mentioned Matsushima getting outstruck despite winning. And, yep. and that is such a good encapsulation of what he looked like. He, he's really bad on the feet. Uh, from what I've seen, he, he's not a good striker. Um, he, he relies heavily on his wrestling. And I just don't think he's going to get enough of it going here against Zayi for it to matter. Because Zayi is so much better of a striker. He should be able to hurt him on the feet. And and I wouldn't even actually be all that surprised if Zayi got a little of his own wrestling going. Um, it, the, the biggest piece here is just that like, Matsushima is so, such a one-trick pony in that regard that I think Zayi is just going to like pick him apart and stay apart from him. All right. So Zayi is the pick. So um, he's gone Za, He's gone Quilin. He's gone Seraji. He's gone Kazama. He's gone Sasu. Is that right for the first event? Yeah, that, that's right. Okay. I'm going to tell you about a couple of our sponsors, and then we're going to hit you with the second half of this. No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning a quarter million dollars plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and win 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Better not to five-player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores or get a first deposit and, excuse me, get a first deposit match up to 25 bucks. So download the app, get a first deposit match. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. You won't also won't want to miss out on Babbel. If, if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off of your list. With Babbel, you need only 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching methods has teaching method, excuse me, has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel language for life. Okay, road to UFC 6. I have to call it up here on the old topology. Um, it's the same day. 
They just break it down. I don't know why they break it down in two sessions, but they do. This is Road to UFC 6 Abu Dhabi. It is Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern UFC Fight Pass. Five fights. We're going to start off with a a non-tournament fight. Welterweights. Gian Zagiera versus Samander Murodov. Um, I'm going to tell you about Murodov first. 7-0, one knockout, four submissions. He got TKO'd his last fight. Oh, sorry. He won via TKO his last fight. Multiple regional championships on his... Mantle. Right. Interreach on Zagiera. He's five years younger than him. Do we ever get odds on this or not yet? We don't have odds on it, but okay. I think Muradov's going to be a massive favorite. Okay. Let me tell you about Segura first, and then Dan will tell you why he thinks that. Uh, the Pitbull, uh, Segura. Uh, very unique nickname. 18-4, six knockouts, eight submissions. He's been submitted once. 2-0 and oh in his last two fights, both of the arena could choke. Multiple regional championships on his. Mantle. Used to fight at lightweight. And that's all I got for you. Dan can guess at numbers and tell you who's going to win. Yeah, so I think Muradoff, negative, uh, let's say negative 300, 315 maybe. Um, and I'm going to pick him here. Sakira is a guy who's, I mean, he Pitbull is an apt nickname for him while it's not for everybody. He's a wild man. He just throws bombs. Um, sometimes he like sprints in and gets takedowns. He's one of those dudes who like winds up on leg kicks and they're like super powerful if they land, but like kind of leave him out of position otherwise. And Murdoff is just a guy who can, like, has the ability to take advantage of that. Like, he's got good grappling. He wins the exchanges when he sets them up. He does eat a lot of leg kicks, which is somewhat of a worry here with a guy who winds up on him. But I think the fact that Sakira winds up so much on him, he's going to see him come and get out of range or also just, like, counter him into a takedown. Uh, I like Muradov here. I will say if it does come in at negative 300 or, like, I think negative 315, I'd say maybe stay away from it just because Sakiera is just a guy who's so wild. He could land something big. Um, but like at the end of the day, I, I think Muradov is the one who's going to win. Um, what is a, a good range that you can bet him at? Then? If you get him down near negative 200, I'd be interested. Negative 185 would okay. be ideal. But like, yeah, I'm not anywhere interested in him where I think he's going to post. Okay. Fair enough. Um, now we're into tournament time now. This will be... Lightweight semifinals, Kyung Pyo Kim versus Anshul Jubilee. Let's tell you about Jubilee first. King of the Lions, or King of Lions, excuse me. Not the Lions, just Lions. He's 5-0, and one knockout, one submission. He's not fought since September of 2021. So I take it he made it through via some sort of buy as well in the first round. Botched weight cut. Botched weight cut, okay. Uh, used to fight down at Bantamweight. Um, three inches height. On Kim, three years younger than him, plus 190. Kim, Red Horse. So we got King of Lions versus Red Horse. Uh, Kim is 11-3, six knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out once. He won his first round fight. He's won five of his last six, including his last fight. Was a regional champ. Two inches of reach on Jubilee, minus 240. I'm going to take Pyong-ho, or, uh, Kyung-pyo Kim here because... For, for a couple of reasons. Number one, he won his first fight in 30 seconds basically by a jam. Uh, it, it, I guess it was kind of like a hook mixed with a jab, but it was his lead hand. It took him 30 seconds and he won. So first of all, I love the power. Second thing is I went back and watched his fight with Armin Sakurian because he fought Armin Sakurian back in road before Sakurian signed with the UFC. And Sakurian couldn't keep him down. He got him down a couple of times, but he couldn't keep him down. And that's significant because here he's fighting Anshul Jubilee, who is a dude who kind of is limited when he's on the feet. His striking does not look good. He does not look comfortable there. 
but is a very solid wrestler. Uh, such a good wrestler that I was like, ooh, I'm probably going to pick him at dog money here. And then I watched that fight with Kim and Sarkurian, and I'm like, man, Kim can get back up if that's the case. Like, Jubilee doesn't have any chance of holding him down. And Kim, being as powerful as he is on his feet, it, he's going to land a big shot at some point in time. So give me Kyung Pyo Kim. Negative uh, 240 seems like parlay material somewhere. Uh, hashtag throw him in a parlay somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure where, but but somewhere. Somewhere. Gummy's getting boring on us. Uh, he went all crazy there. Now he's he's getting chalky. Um, all right. We're going to fly. Uh, yes, flyweight semifinals. Top Noi Kiram, the SIG smoker that we spoke of versus Hyun Sung Park. Uh, uh, we're going to tell you about. Yeah, this one's pretty much a pick on the board. I'm going to tell you about Kiram first. Lucky Left is the nickname. Eight and three with five knockouts. Been knocked out himself once. He won his first round fight. He's won two straight fights. He used to fight up at Bantamweight. Into reach on Park. He outstruck his first round opponent by 1.27 strikes per minute. Minus 100 is the number on him. Park, peace of mind is his nickname. Very interesting nickname. He's a 6-0, and oh, three knockouts, two submissions. Uh, one low uh, in road two. He, he won his first round fight. He was a regional champ. He was 0-1 as a pro kickboxer. Two inches height on Kiram. He's three years younger. Striking stats in his favor, and he, is, he was one and a half times more active landing strikes in his first round fight. He outstruck his first round opponent by 4.57 strikes per minute. Grappling stats in his favor, minus 115. I'm going to go with Kiram here. Uh, of course. Slight, slight, slight dog. Slight dog, first of all. But here's the reason yep. why I'm going to go with him. First of all, Kyungsun Park is a little bit too patient on the feet to fight a guy like Kiram, who, who is going to pick him apart. Um, he, he does a really good job of landing kicks from range. He works well in the clinch. I think Tottenham is going to eat him up in that way. The other thing I will say about Park is he's a little heavy on his legs for a guy of his size. You know, you usually see a lot of flyweights bouncing around in there, jumping in and out. He kind of sits down, particularly on the front leg. I think Kiram is just going to light up that front leg uh, over and over and over again. So I'm going to take Tottenham here. I think he gets it done. Uh, I'll also just say, like, it was a real gift for them not to match him with somebody who's got good wrestling in the second round. They clearly like Top Noy. Yep, he's a, a fun guy, a fun cigarette smoker. Okay, uh, before we move on, Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watching all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. And last but not least, Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire, oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Okay, we're going to move on to second from the top, Komi in a bet. Bantamweight semifinals, Rinya Nakamura versus Shohei Knows. I remember him uh, because of the name. Um, Knows. 9-2-2, two, two. one knockout, six submissions. He won his first round fight. He's won five straight, four straight via finish. He was 1-0 in one championship, the biggest promotion in the world. Used to fight at featherweight. Is a pro kickboxer, or was, two years younger than Nakamura. He outstruck his first round opponent by 4.11 strikes per minute. 
plus 300 number on him. Nakamura Hybrid is nicknamed. He's 5-0, oh, three knockouts, one submission. He won his first round fight via submission. Uh, he was a world championship wrestler before this. He got an inch of height on nose, striking and active striking stats in his favor. He outstruck his first round opponent by 5.3 strikes per minute. Grapple stats in his favor as well. Plus, minus 400. I think he's the biggest favorite we're seeing on this card. Yeah, he's the biggest favorite for a reason, too. Uh, yep. He was a, a an under-23 world champion in wrestling. Uh, that, by the way, is the same thing that Bo Nickel won. Uh, he was a, an under-23 world champion. Now, granted, uh, I, I think in a little bit easier of a bracket, but nevertheless, a, a under-23 world champion in freestyle wrestling, Shohei knows just doesn't have the takedown defense to stop him. I think Nakamura would beat a bunch of dudes in the UFC right now. And... In the Bantamweight division, where I don't think there's a lot of easy fights, I still think he'd beat a bunch of dudes. So this is the easiest one. Uh, maybe this is the parlay material with uh, Kyung Pyo Kim. Uh, just maybe throw Nakamura in that parlay. There you go. Okay. Um, main event time. Featherweight semifinals. Kai Lu versus Jung Young Lee. Jung Leong Lee. Um, all right. Lu, the gladiator. He's eight and three. Five knockouts, two submissions. He's won his first round fight. He's won two straight via TKO. He used to fight at lightweight. He outstruck his first round opponent by 0.21 strikes per minute. Grappling stats in his favor, plus 245. Lee, the Korean Tiger, 8-1 and one with three knockouts, three submissions. He won his first round fight via submission. Won five straight, the last two via finish. Was the regional champion. He's got an inch of height on Lou, five inches of reach. He's a year younger, striking stats in his favor, and he's four times more active lighting strikes, or he was, based on one fight. Because he outstruck his opponent in the first round by 11.67 strikes per minute, uh, minus 305 the number only. So first of all, he outstruck his opponent by that much because the fight took only about 35 seconds, and he <laughs> threw. And, and this is actually my knock on Lee, and why I'm going to take Kai Lu at the the big plus money here to end this all is that Lee is one of those guys who doesn't actually defend a takedown. He just throws elbows, thinking that that's going to get him out of there. Punches and elbows, and and that's what he did in his debut fight. He got himself taken down. And after he got taken down, he had a very slick arm bar. Like, he he works really well off his back. But here's the thing. Kylo won his fight from top control. Uh, he He's not particularly fast in the striking. He's got a nice little jab. He moves his head well, so he does the technical things right. And then when he goes for takedowns of his own, very skilled, good at defending those takedowns. And he, like, immediately worked to, like, some really nice scarf hold where he was trying, like, a one of those uh, scarf hold arm bars that are really nice. And finish the fight with ground and pound. So, like, I, I just think Kai Lu is going to put Jung Yong Lee on his back. And if if Lee can't if Lee can't work a submission, which I don't think he can against Kai Lu, I think Kai Lu is good enough to defend that submission. If he can't, I think Lu is going to have a lot of success on top, and I think he's going to have a lot of time on top because what Lee really needs to do is get up and stop the takedown. And instead, I think he's going to throw elbows and look for submissions. And I think that's going to wind up costing him. Wow. We're going with a big dog uh, to end things. So he's got Lou. He's got Nakamura. He's got Kiram, another slight underdog there. He's got Kim and he's got Muradov. Does that sound right? That's the five for the second one. Boom. We did it. Gumby gave you 10 picks that are going to win for you with lots of dogs. So make sure as soon as you can bet these fights, uh, win some money on Gumby's behalf. So that is it. We're finally done for the week. Hopefully you enjoy all the fights this weekend. We got UFC, we got road to UFC. We got lots of fun stuff. So um, get in the discord. You can talk to us while we are 
making fun uh, while we're having fun watching the fights. Um, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Talk to us on Twitter if you like. SGPN MMA is the official account of, of the show that Dan runs. He's at Gumby Vreeland. I'm at Jeff Fox Writer. Read all our stuff, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Listen to the Top Turtle MMA podcast that Gumby runs. Read my other site, my MMA site, moneymma.substack.com. If you're listening before UFC 280 starts, get in there, find the Pick'em Contest, enter the Pick'em Contest, win some stuff on on my behalf. Um, or you know what I'm trying to say. I'll give you stuff if you win. How about that's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to let Gumby take us home because I'm done talking for the Oh, day. man, man, you, you left me. You, what was? You weren't ready? I wasn't ready. Come on, man. Okay, I'll do it. Fine. Uh, all right, I'll do it, it then. Fine. You don't want to do it? I'll do it. We'll be back in your ears on what? Sunday? We'll recap how we did and all of these things. Um, until then, I will remain Jeff the Death Kick Fox. He will remain King of Lions, Gumby, Vreeland, and we'll talk to you on Sunday. Bye.